grow us so we roll Using procurement, program and control As a small biz grow us so we grow Using procurement, program and control I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Good afternoon, everyone. This is the Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert Buchanan, your small business paramedic. And today we are going to have a fantastic show. We've got a very, 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 very special guest in our studios today. Small businesses, you're going to love this guy. He makes your business better. So, Crystal, <laughs> let's talk a little bit here. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, hello, everyone. Glad to have you, listening audience. As you guys are coming in on Facebook, it actually is a little slow today, but I guess you're coming. Um, everything is good. It's been a busy, busy week. I had, oh, I have two clients, one needing to get her taxes done, you know, next month, October 15th for the, the extension. So, everyone needs to be scrambling now. And then I have a client. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, and I and I literally mean that scrambling. <laughs> and, and I have a client. <laughs> and I have a client that is getting ready to, which is kind of exciting. Uh, ready to ring the bell at the um, uh, New York Stock Exchange so financials in place, so that all of that can happen. So, needless to say, how busy I was this week. It, it, was, it, it, was, it was long hours and um, uh, very long hours for the last uh, five days. And I'm kind of happy it's Friday. That's all you know, Crystal, say. you know, Crystal, I used to think that I was a cool dude, you know, very cool, smooth. But you, man, you take the cake because you're going through <laughs> all this, all this burden and all this stuff going on with you. And you're just so cool and smooth, just fighting through there. No one knows that you're going through any of these challenges. I give it to you, man. I give it to you. I, I used to. I used to take it for myself and say, hey, I'm the coolest dude, man. But I got to hand it over to you, my sister. <laughs> what, what, what do they say? Um, never let them see you sweat. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, man. So I never let anyone see me sweat, but I am sweating. But, you know, both of the, the both of the bodies were not uh, both of the people that I was working with. They they weren't the kind that like, you know, drive you nuts. They mm -hmm. they, you know, they were willing to work. And it really was just the process of um clarification of what the transactions were and things like that that's really what it was and so uh but i do i was thinking this morning it's like huh i think i have figured out what my book is going to be about and there's two of them but mm -hmm. one of them is uh you know when you're writing and if you're not an accountant then you have no idea what this really means right yeah, so yeah um or doing bookkeeping, you have no idea how important it is, is that when you're writing those checks and switching money from account to account, what mm -hmm. that looks like when you actually get into an accounting system yeah, and nothing ties in, right? Yeah. Everything is all, it got all these loose dangling edges. All scattered all over the all place. Over the sca <laughs> and, <laughs> and, then, and then when it, for my clients, when it starts to make sense, it's like, wait a minute, did we count? Did we count something as twice as income 
because you know they didn't do the natural natural transfer it to another bank uh or let the person that's you know working on your books know that it was just a transfer so now it's doubled up the income which means now we you may be um double dipping when it comes to taxes and the the bottom line so mm -hmm. have to make sure you're going in and clearing out all those things that could be uh considered duplicates and making sure they're in the right account yeah and then uh, the other part i think is most important is uh as the owner of the business especially the ones that are not taking salary which most sole proprietors don't but they take money from the bank right from the business right but it's not clear it's not it's not a it's not a clear line like oh, transfer man. into my own bank account or write myself a check into my bank account and none of my personal stuff is commingled with my business stuff <laughs> you know i think i've said this over a thousand times to our small businesses uh but i don't think they're listening all the small businesses i'm gonna say this again and hopefully you guys will will listen maybe some of you will hear me some of you will listen and some of you will hear me and for the interest of my co-host crystal mitchell who when she gets with you she can't figure out whether you get paid you pay yourself or you're not paying yourself if you're a sole proprietor, you want to do what we call an owner's draw. So you got to pay yourself on a monthly basis, write a check to yourself, and on the check in the memo column, you write owner's draw. So then when Crystal looks at your accounting records, she will know if you did pay yourself or not. Okay? <laughs> owner's <Yeah>. draw, folks. <laughs> owner's draw. That's what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully that will help crystal <laughs> yeah thank you very much but but very very important because it, and, and it's not just me it's it, it really not me at all it's the irs <laughs> <laughs> the irs your bookkeeper your accountant your cpa they whoever's looking at your books <laughs> any of those people are going to have some questions and if they have some questions now we got some issues. <laughs> so, so it ain't just me. <laughs> and, and just remember, small businesses, you have to pay yourself because if you don't pay yourself, the IRS is going to say, okay, so how do you live? How do you live? You're not taking any money for yourself. How do you live? How do you pay right. your bills? <laughs> right, exactly. And so that's what's important is to make sure that you don't leave any confusion and, and they can see clearly what what is what and why and all those other things so it's, it's clarity not for just me but it's clarity really for you so that if you ever have to go if you're ever going to be audited that you have there's a clear a clear line uh to that so crystal so that's I, want, I want to give a shout out to your logo in the background the brand new logo for the business zone so tell them a little bit about your logo isn't that there, beautiful we, oh that's it, wonderful it took, a, it took some effort guys <laughs> one would never think that getting a simple i mean the business zone logo is about as simple as you can get it's our name <laughs> some headphones and a microphone you do not know what it takes in order to get some your name your microphone and some heads uh, headset it, it was it, it was it, like it was like building the white house right <laughs> it, was, it was intense and what we did is beautiful and it fits 
and I can work around with it on our mark. And then the other thing in the background, so you guys can't see me because you can see me, but if I move, you can see me. <laughs> <laughs> but you got me, but you got Gilbert. But the most important thing is what's in the little cell phone uh, cover there. And that is our new, our, going to be our new segment. And it's going to be turning your nose, your business nose into yeses. So oh, yeah. we're excited. We're going to be creating and crafting that. That's going to be uh, businesses are going to be access, uh, do an assessment. And we're going to find out exactly what is not on point. Uh, for you to move your business to the next level. And then from there, we're going to help you turn those no's, if that's what it is, after you take the assessment into yeses. But we're not going to just be doing the coaching just arbitrarily on a Zoom. We're going to do the coaching uh, here on, on live. And then we're going to invite some of our colleagues. And one of them is out here to coming on today. And we're going to have them give us a generic of, what they would do in that case uh, situation if we wanted to turn a no into a yes. And so it should be pretty cool. And so at the end of it, you guys will have uh, businesses that are ready to scale and go forward. That's right. That's right. So. And, and our guest that's coming on, he's going to be the third dimension to your business. So right now you've got two dimensions. You got Crystal giving you the bookkeeping, the accounting, the, the forensics on the financials of your business. Then you've got me giving you the infrastructure, the back office, setting up the business, making sure all your compliance documents are in place, making sure you're certified, making sure that you're ready for contracts, you're ready to be certified. And the third leg of any business you know, this stool has three legs, okay? The third <laughs> leg of any business is the IT portion of your business. And that's nice. where our next guest comes in. He's going to show you guys how to, 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 to make sure your IT aspect in your business is in order. Make sure you're current. Make sure you guys are, are, uh, uh, are, are scaling properly. You're, 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 blocking all the viruses the unwanted viruses that could pop up in your email make sure that your seo and your search engine optimization uh functionalities are in place so that your customers can find you and you'll be doing soundly so that's what we're doing for you here on the business zone all right and you know what gilbert it's kind of funny because when we look at when we when we talk about the pandemic uh in 2020 not we're still in the pandemic guys i don't get me don't get it confused or twisted <laughs> we are knee deep in the pandemic but here's the thing when in march of last year in 2020 the the three most critical areas uh, that became um, start blinking in bright colors and bright lights was you didn't have your infrastructure in place, so uh -huh. you couldn't get funding. Uh -huh. You didn't have an accounting system in place uh -huh. so that you could make sure you could give them the financials. And secondly, you had no visibility online so that Never people high. could find <laughs> you because you no longer were uh, a visible, you were no longer in your brick and mortar or you could not do anything live. Right. So that's why we say that those are three and there are other areas, but I think what we saw in 2020 really edifies how important those three 
components are before you even get to your marketing, before you even get to your sales. Because yeah. if you didn't have any visibility online, then you were, and, and even if you had a resistance. So one of the things I think for you and I, Gilbert, and I'm sure yeah. when Carlos comes on, he's going to be in agreement as well. Because we were already comfortable in the space of teaching and training yeah. online and had conducted meetings online, it was an easy transition for us. Mm -hmm. We didn't have to fret. And I personally think the reason why we're doing so much business with everybody in the city is yeah. because we were ready to go. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You got to be ready at all times. You always want to have that presence, that digital presence. And our guest is going to show you guys how to do it. And it's not as difficult as you guys think it is. It's so simple. I'm sure he's going right, to tell you Right, it that. is. So... But I just think people are resilient to change, but yeah. um, the internet's not going away, and I'm sure Carlos is going to tell that. So that's been pretty, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what else has been going on? What what was going on with you? Well, uh, as as most of my viewers, as you know, Crystal, and most of my viewers know, uh, I have been contracted with the Los Angeles Urban League, so I'm helping out to with their entrepreneurship center to make sure that. The small businesses, not only in the community, but in the regions are business ready, contract ready and bank loan ready. So we're getting ready to roll out an outreach program. We've got videos. We've got a lot of uh, different um, digital um, announcements and marketing materials that we're going to put out there to let businesses know that we're here to help you become business ready, bank loan ready and also um, contract ready. And so you don't get hit or surprised or lambasted like you did, <laughs> like you did when the pandemic hits you in 2020. You will be ready. You'll be positioned. You can pivot. So that's what we're here to do. Well, that's cool. Um, yeah, it, it, uh, that's that's good. That's, and I know that takes up a lot of time. I and, you know, I too, I have to give shout outs to. I'm, I'm a consultant for the Los Angeles Urban League. I'm a consultant for the New Women's Business Center, and I'm a, a consultant for Vermont Slauson. And and I want to, and I say that because all of our organizations bring something. special special to our community yes. and and to our uh, small business community. And so being able to be available to help each one of these organizations meet the needs for our population is, is phenomenal. And I think if we all kind of work together collaboratively, we could really make some big changes and differences in our small business community. Oh, yeah. I, I heard some interesting things yesterday on the business, on um, the um, community briefing. You know, yeah. uh, that's the show that I do on that Thursdays. is broadcast live on Thursdays at mm -hmm. 11 a.m. Uh, we had Commissioner Mike Michael Davis on, and he mm -hmm. is the um, commissioner for the Los Angeles Public Works. And again, that topic about, you know, uh, certified business owners or, or small businesses uh, qualifying to be a certified business owner and then getting work. It was it was quite an interesting conversation that 30, 45 minutes that he had allocated, we had allocated him was not enough. So we got to bring him back on. But um, also, you know, there's, it, he was talking about Prop 209 and how mm. now we're seeing the results of Prop 209. 
And just a refresher for everyone listening in, Prop 2 on 9 kind of eliminated the affirmative action, you know, not uh, making making sure that people, depending on their ages, their age, their ethnicity, their gender, uh, were given consideration for, um, and I'm paraphrasing, so you guys have to really go look at Prop 209, but we voted for it last, last year, and uh, it did not pass, and so... Uh, we're seeing some of the results of that. So it's very important to vote. And so with that, I'm going to make sure everyone go out on the 14th of September to vote. It's a very important election in the state of California, uh, the recall of, of Governor Newsom. You may not like him, but I tell you, he is the devil that you know versus the devil <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> and, and we truly got some characters that are running for governor. <laughs> <laughs> so go out and vote on September 3rd, uh, 14th is very important. And here's what something I said on the show on the on the show yesterday. Hello, Alfred. How are you? Hello, um, Alfred. How are you doing? Welcome to the business zone. Uh, one of the things that I said yesterday, anytime someone is trying to take a privilege or benefit from you. It's got so much value you cannot imagine because people don't take worthless stuff away from you. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And so, so if so, if someone's trying to remove uh, your right to vote, uh, in I don't care what election and what state you're in, there is a very valid there is a very valid reason, and so everyone should vote mm. and make sure that you have. Uh, some say so in what goes on in your life. So that's important, especially to the small business community. There were a lot of um, uh, uh, propositions that affected the business community that we voted for in our November of last year. So just off my soapbox, but, uh, and I'm sure, because I guess he did some running for an office last year as well. So I'm sure he will even back that up. <laughs> so again, a, I was just going to say that that makes a great segue <laughs> to our next guest. <laughs> right. So we're going to get this show on the road. We we got a great show. and We want to give Carlos a lot of time. And, and we just really want to talk about how we be, make sure that we're more um we're prepared and making sure that third leg of your structure of your business is in place. So with that, we are going to bring Mr. Carlos Garcia in and welcome him to the show. Hello, Carlos. Hey, how you doing? I'm in the, I'm in the third dimension, man. You're in the third dimension. <laughs> welcome to the business zone, Mr. Carlos Garcia. Oh man, I, I'll tell you, I feel like a small fish among the, among the greatness in this room, man. So thank you. <laughs> well, I think Carlos, we all are on the same page, just trying to help our small community, our small business communities be successful. And you and I both know, and Gilbert knows, since we all worked in, you know, we've worked kind of in the in the same space together for a long time, that our small businesses need help, <laughs> lots of help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I really love how you guys really broke that down into the three categories, you know, the finance, the 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 structure, also getting everything lined up in the back end and the back office as well. And, yeah. and the missing piece, you know, we always forget, too, is just the infrastructure. You yeah. know, that's also yeah. super important because you can't you can't have the infrastructure without the finance, without the actual game plan and all of that. It, yeah. it just doesn't make any, any sense. So 
I'm sure I speak for a lot of folks that we appreciate everything you guys are doing for the small business community as well, too. So, All right. And we're going to make an official announcement right here on the air today. <laughs> Miss, Mr. Carlos A. Garcia, the official <laughs> owner, president, CEO, CFO, CIO of, of, of FYI Technologies, will be our ongoing resident expert on the show. <laughs> so every other week, he will be here to help you small businesses figure out the IT, the digital areas in your business and give you some pointers that will help you to, to become more successful. So, Mr. Garcia, hey, you, I, you are I, I am humbled and nervous at the same time, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's no different than your show. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself, Carlos, and 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 what you know what your business is about and what you focus on, and and um, and 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 I know I don't not sure, well. Congratulations on your running last year. That takes a whole lot. I know it's a lot yeah. of work and a lot of effort. Yeah. And Thank but you. again, that's how we make changes in our community yeah, is yeah. having a voice at the table and a seat at the table where you can yeah. make change from because you know both for us for our both our communities it's about the policy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and sitting at the same table knowing what the what the discussion is that that's uh pertaining to you. <laughs> that's yeah. what I have to say. Tell, tell them a little bit about that, Mr. Garcia. Tell them a little bit about well, that. Well, <laughs> I'm going to touch on that. So just just briefly before running and all of that, you know, my beard used to be all dark. Now, you know, I'm running <laughs> all crazy. I don't know if it's coincidence or not, but here we are, right? Uh, <laughs> right. So, I will tell you that um, you, you guys have known me for a long time. You know, I, I, I've never was or, or am in the business of politics it's always about me. I was giving back to my community. Nothing more, nothing less. You yeah. know, getting mm -hmm. involved. It's what I teach my students. It's what I teach my kids. You want to make a difference? Get involved. Very yeah. simple. Mm -hmm. You know. And I think that the the more involvement you have, the more uh, educated you get in the community. Uh, some other things that are going on in your community, the more you can lend a hand. You know, it's yeah. easy to sit back behind a keyboard and keep be a keyboard warrior. You know, complaining, doing this, doing that. But how many of those people actually turn around and get out there and get involved, roll up their sleeves and say, you know what, here's a solution that I think we should try and let's do it. You know, it's, yeah. it's as simple as that, but it's, well, you know, we've all seen it. It's, it's easier to complain than, than to actually provide solutions and, and get yeah. things done. So, yeah. you know, we're, we're uh, trading along here. It's been, you know, over a little bit over six months doing uh, council, the, the, the council community, you know, I've always said I'm a servant leader and that's, what I set out to do is what I continue to do and hope to continue to do it. I think my my drive is to make sure that we have a fantastic uh, community that gets involved. I mean, nothing can happen unless you have involvement from the from uh, from the community, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I think I'll leave it at that, man. With 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 uh, my political uh, <laughs> run. <laughs> well, well, we're we're gratefully and humbled and 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 thankful that you you feel that way and that you took a step to you know you you took a step and you made it took an action and that's very important. I mean, we all have to serve in the capacity that we're comfortable in. Um, but long as we're doing something to make change is very important. I always say when I leave this planet, I want to make sure I've made an impact with the people that I that were my my commit my um, um, colleagues and as well as my clients and my community. So that's 
we just do it in the way that best suits our, our personalities and our are in our families. Yeah, you know, the, the, the bottom line is too, Crystal, is it's not even it's not even about politics or anything. It's really about just us being human beings and just helping one another. If somebody yeah. needs help, help them. There's no reason yeah. why you should. You know what I mean? That's what it really comes down to. And yeah. if we all did that, we all took some time and just made it make a difference for one person a day. Think about just that ripple effect. It would be yeah. awesome. Definitely. You know? Definitely. And I want to step out on a limb here and and uh, attest to something here. And, and just so most of you who are just tuning in, this is the Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. We're on every Friday from 3 to 4 or 4.30, depending on how interesting the conversation is. We'll take it there. So I've used Mr. Carlos Garcia's services from FYI Technologies on my website, I've had issues on my website. Somehow my website got misaligned. It just wasn't functional. The links were broken. And I brought in Mr. Mr. Garcia, man. And he just take that thing. It's like it's like getting a golden ring, right? That's all it's it's got all these little foggy old smudge on it. And he gets his solvent and he shines it up and Make it work again. So that's what he did with my website. My website is functional. The merchant account section of it works. Every part of it, man. And I've been referring him to all of my clients because, one, not only does he do good work, quality work, and make sure you're happy, but guess what? He takes care of all of my clients as well. And I trust him. I trust him very much. I, and most of you know me. I don't trust too many people. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> there are two people in my presence right now that I trust, and that's Crystal and Mr. Garcia. So most of you guys know that. So he has done so much wonders for my website. So I just want you guys, small businesses, to know. And he's not going to, you know, He's not going to take off your arms or your legs to, to get you paying for it forever. You know, he's got nice payment plans. So, Mr. Garcia, if you want to speak to that, I would love that. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that, man. I don't know how much of a check I got to write you for that, but <laughs> I appreciate your kind words, man. Uh, but all joking aside, um, you know, I'll, I'll talk a little before I, I uh, talk about that. I'm going to give you a little bit of background to where I started in all of this good stuff as well. So, you know, I, I always joke around. I was born a nerd at 13 because that was my first introduction to computers. You know, yeah. mm. I started with the Apple computers and I thought, you know, this is like awesome. Right. I volunteered uh, during junior high to run the lab because nobody wanted to do it. And I figured, you know what? I get a period off a of class. So great. Works yeah. out. Works out really yeah. cool. Yeah. But I will tell you, kind of going through that, it, it always stuck in my mind. And I always told my parents when I grow up, I want to work with computers, yeah. you know, and, and I'm blessed that here I am at the age I'm at and I'm still doing it. You know, my background is. Uh, I was a director of IT for many years for large and small school districts. I've been a trainer in the school districts as well for parents, teachers, and all of that. I do have a bachelor's degree uh, in information technology. I do have a master's degree also in educational technology from Pepperdine University. And I just recently also completed my, my teaching credential to the University of San Diego as well, too. All right. So, oh, congratulations. Love it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And I'm sharing all of this. It's not because I want to brag, but it's also letting your 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 listeners know that this is my passion. This is what I love doing. You know what I mean? And I do have the experience. I do have the training background behind it. So it's not like you're hiring, you know, Uncle Joe who likes to sit around and, and, and 
tinker with this, this and that, you know, this is actually legit stuff that, that we get going. And it's one of the things that, that you mentioned also, which leads me back to you is, you know, we've known all three of us have known each other in, in, in our professional capacity. And, and uh, you know, when, when you refer, we're very grateful that you refer us all, all of the clients, cause you know, we're going to treat them the same way we, we treat, you know, our own family, we, you know, your family to me and the same thing with Crystal and whoever you refer to us, it's always an extension of you guys. You know, yeah. that's what we're also very careful who we take on as a client because we want to make sure that we do a top, top notch job basically to, to, to extend that professionalism that you guys offer when you're, when you're, um, you're giving us the clients and entrusting us with your clients as well too, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it, it, it's it's definitely well. It's specifically, if we're gonna, I know today's topic is embracing technology, yeah. and it's a little scary. We all know, right? Technology yeah. when it works is great. When it fails, yeah. you know, it, it, it's our company motto. If technology makes you cry, call FYI, right? <laughs> it's, it's as simple as that. It, it's, it's reality, right? Most most people, and, and I will tell you this from experience, even back in education too, working with with, with teachers, you know. There's that level of, of, uh, of fear when you're, you're giving somebody a computer, you're giving somebody a program for the first time, because what's the first thing usually in their mind? What happens if I break it? Well, if it breaks, mm -hmm. we fix it. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. But the whole point mm -hmm. is jump right into it, get over that fear, and uh, you're going to find out pretty soon that you're going to do some amazing things, you know, for sure. Um, and talking about websites, uh, one of the key things when we're, when we're looking at this, and, and this is a few pointers that you guys may uh, may want to take down, uh, those that are listening, is, you know, make sure you, you find out where all of your, uh, where do you have all of the pieces to your website, right? And I say pieces because what I found over the years, and even currently, is that, you know, you may purchase a domain name from, from a certain company, and then you have it sitting there for a while, and then you forget that you even have it until it comes time that you want to use it. Uh, part of that is also making sure that you always keep your 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 logins uh, in a very safe, secure way. I don't mean post it on your computer in the office where everybody has access to it. No, because that's another another thing that we can uh, we can talk about security and all of that good stuff. But when it comes to websites, make sure you know where your where your website domain is, who has it, who owns it. The other thing I want to tell you that you have to be very careful that I'm finding as well too is there's a lot of folks out there who who are who are great at what they do, um, but there's also the other half of that too that you have to be real careful with, right? So if you have folks that are purchasing your your domains for you, make sure that you actually own the domain and they don't own it, mm -hmm. because part mm -hmm. of the problem also is that when it comes time for you to change providers, guess what? Your web domain or your domain is going to be held for ransom, so it doesn't really matter. You know, and all of a sudden, what could have cost you a couple hundred bucks or whatever, now it's going to cost mm -hmm. you thousands to get it transferred over. And even then, I've seen that it's not guaranteed as well because, you know, again, you're not dealing with really, you know, full honest folks as well too. So that's some uh, that's that's one of the key things that I've seen lately that folks need to be aware of. And if you can have one place where you can host everything, you can have all of this better because at the end of the day, as you're building a site, and if you have this little component here component there this person's doing this this person doing that when something goes wrong what's the first thing that happens it was him right or it was their <laughs> stuff whatever so there's really and you kind of go around this circle and it's and it's crazy but you can spend hours on end and never get an answer because so and so is saying that no my portion is working it's yours and you kind of keep going back and forth with this too so we try to make sure that we educate folks uh making sure it's a, it's um you know when you're going to do something let's plan it out correctly 
and not do this piecemeal stuff that's going to come back later on and just create just this massive headache for you as well. That and is I think, great uh, information, man. That is great information. And I think Carlos also, one of the things that I think was, became very notice, notable or noticeable was during the, when the, right after March when we all had to, we had no choice. We had to embrace technology, right? Um, you know, people trying to figure out how to use uh, Zoom uh, uh, and, and still are figuring out how to use Zoom, how to, how to communicate, how to, how to be able to have uh, accessibility on your website so your customers could reach out to you, uh, even having a website, having the right website. So can you talk to that on how important it was? If Not necessarily how important, what were some of the takeaways that we could see from, from last year, from the pandemic to where we need to be going in the future? I guess that's a better question. Yeah. And you know, and you hit something uh, when you were talking about too, that a lot of us were already doing a lot of this online video uh, uh, meetings and all of that stuff and doing training, even remote training for that fact. I think what caught a lot of folks by surprise was that they didn't have a game plan. And I think that's, that's something I think Gilbert discusses with, with, with clients when you're starting to build some of that, some of that space as well too, is that what is your plan? What, what happens if, if, for example, nobody was ready for the pandemic. So what was what was going to be your, your 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 backup plan? And people were just caught completely off guard. It's like, oh my god, I can't go in the office now. What do I do? Right. So it was a matter of, of looking. Okay, what is your home setup? Right. What do you have there? How do we need to get it to where you're secure at home, depending on what your business is and all of that? One of the things I'm going to tell your clients right now, out, out of the gate or your, or your or your uh, viewers, is you know I always post this question: whether you're at home or you're in the office, how many of you guys have ever even changed? The password that came with the little sticker on your router. Ninety-eight percent of folks have never even thought about it. You know what I mean? I've never even thought about it. So it says, it, it, it you know, I get people to crack up with it too, but it, but it's reality, right? So you know, most of them will tell you, well, I don't. Th I think it's it's good enough from there. Yeah, well, you got to remember that sticker came from somewhere. Somebody has that password somewhere, right? And and there's a lot of clients also that because. Um, they're not used to or really embracing technology when it comes to this. They have their passwords if it's in an office, and I kid you not, on a post-it right on their monitor when somebody walks in. I give you a guess what, what the standard password is for a lot of these folks. <laughs> one, two, three, four. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, they're still utilizing one, two, three, four. You know? <laughs> yeah. So... But I don't want to get sidetracked, but to jump back to what we were saying with, with everything that's going on now, I think the trend is going to be uh, as you've gotten to adjust to working from home, at, at, you know, kind of saving on costs. A lot of the small businesses have had to close doors because obviously nobody can go. There's no traction um, in a brick and mortar environment. So I think a lot of what I'm seeing now too is more of a hybrid model. There, there's some folks that are going to be working in the office on a couple of days. Some folks are, are going to be working remotely as well, too. Um, there's other businesses that I've seen that are completely gone mobile, you know, working from home. There's no reason to have that overhead anymore in a brick and mortar business when I can I can have the same level of, of, of support remotely from home as well, too. So those are some of the clients that I've actually seen. Um, there's still a lot of struggle because, again, it's it's a new way of doing business, right? Yeah. You don't really know what, well, you know, what am I going to need as far as like an Internet speed, right? What's acceptable, especially like right now, if we're doing a live stream, We've got all three of us going, but for the average user who doesn't really have high-speed internet, this would be like like dial-up, really choppy, 
every third word you're going to hear what we're saying. Yeah. So these are the things that sometimes we take for granted that we don't know until we have to utilize them and we're pressed for time on doing them too. So. Yeah. And, and you in know, fact, uh, I'm sorry. Go, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Grisco. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, in fact, when I first started, um, because there's you know four or five, there's five people in the household here, and we all are on internet, and we have like three different types of, we got AT&T, we got Spectrum happening uh, and, and DirecTV, we have all of those going on. But I had to, and I think this came as a, as a recommendation from Gilbert via you, Carlos, without you knowing it. <laughs> uh, I had to go out and get a router. And finally, I got it to straighten out. And, and here's the thing. So I was even willing to go and we don't know these things until we don't know these things. Right. Yeah. Well, mine is very similar to that. Um, I have the, but uh, even when I was willing, like, okay, I don't care what it costs, just put another Wi-Fi in the household. And then they're like, well, no, you have spectrum. So we can't have that conflict. You have AT&T. So we can't have two uh, fiber optic and uh, we can't have two of them in the same household. So you are limited by your ex external controls that you have no power over. Um, but you had no choice because this is the way you have to do business. So these little right. things were some of the things that I found out uh, during the pandemic. Uh, and especially teaching when I went, we were in the summertime, I taught some kids We had 25 kids online every day. And oh my God, the struggles with the internet was just painful. It was excruciating. <laughs> Yeah. Right. And, and that's the thing, though, too, because I ended up teaching, believe it or not, I, I actually teach part time, too, because I love working still with kids. So I actually work with seniors in a continuation high school. But the first the first uh, what we did in the first class was actually doing video production. So picture video production at home with these kids using these school <laughs> Chromebooks. And I'm like, good Lord, man. You know, <laughs> just cut my Internet now and just be over with. Right. Um, <laughs> And it's, you know, I joke with it, but I also feel the, I feel really bad for a lot of, not just the kids, but a lot of the families that are struggling still to this day with some of this, because they don't, they don't have somebody that they can ask. They don't really have the resources to get some of these connections up. And, and that really applies to a lot of the, the, the business owners, the small business owners that we have out there, right? Even the medium-sized business owners that, you know, at the end of the day, it's who you know and the resources that you have available and folks, mm -hmm. I, I'm saying this now. I mean, you, you have three amazing resources in three different areas right here that you can take advantage of as well, too. And there's there's no reason why you should walk this journey alone, you know, especially trying right. to sec second guess this, second guess that. You know, I, I always tell folks, if it takes you longer than five minutes to figure something out, call me, please, because it'll take me two, <laughs> save me a lot of headache and a lot of turmoil just because of that. And I think that's that's what we have, right? If I needed finance stuff as well, I can just call Crystal and just say, hey, I need help with the client and so forth. And the same thing with the back end and, and getting mm -hmm. things organized. It, it helps when you have resources and skilled folks like you guys. Uh, it makes business just that much better, right? Knowing that yes. you, it, you, you got our backs, you know what I mean? And I think yeah. that's important. And that's what people need to realize that you know, not not everybody's created equal in our industry, right? You have you have mm -hmm. great people. I'm not going to knock that, but you also have some amazing folks in this room as well too. That you know, you need to reach out and, and make them part of your resource group as well. So, so uh, Carlos, I, as we go along here, can you tell us how they can get a hold of you? What's your phone number? Yeah, actually, I um, if you guys want to put my website on there, it's fyitechnologies.net. Uh -huh. And okay. if you're watching folks, you guys, 
you guys can reach me at uh, 562-413-1413. Okay, 562. Uh, yeah, 413. 413. 413. 1413. 1413. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, on the, on the website, I think you're going to have to put it all together. Uh, if, okay. If it's applicable. I'm, not, I'm not sure, but... Um, yeah, I'm typing it, it up right. Okay, yeah. all right. And, and what I also want your, your viewers to know, too... Um, is that I do a free analysis, so it doesn't cost you anything to give me a holler so we can kind of take a look at what you have. Um, I'm never going to sell you things that you don't need, and, and, and I appreciate you you testifying to that, Gilbert. It's yeah. it's what you're, it's always going to be based on your budget, but yeah. for me, what's more important is, is to educate you, yeah. you know, and, and what are some of these needs. And we don't have to go from zero to a 1,000, you know, overnight. We can do this in baby steps, and a lot of my clients do that. You know, this year we're going to focus on this or in the next several months, based on my budget, I, I can do this and move forward and all of that. The, the whole point of it is just to make sure that you're you're protected, you're covered in all areas. So Is it is it fyitechnologies.com or .net? Uh, .net. Okay. So, Carlos, what are the, because obviously we're going to be working remote for a while. Um, even I think, um, I, I, see, I see some areas that I've been doing business with and that some of my clients have done business, been doing business as like for big conferences. Uh, to me, I, I do, I work with um, the Los Angeles Business Expo and, and another colleague of mine has a book um, expo every year. And so they were thinking, well, next year we can go back to being live. But, but I saw the increase in their participation. And I, I, my question, my thought was, why go back live when it gives you such a broader exposure to do um, online uh, conferences and, and cheaper? So what are, you, what are your thoughts on what that future looks like? Uh, I think, you know what, there, there's two sides to that. One is that um, because a lot of folks, and, and I, I'm going to be honest, including myself, we've been locked up right? Uh, because of this virus, not enough. Up until just recently, we started to go out, starting to go back to the uh, to the face-to-face -face networking. It feels good to be out and about. You know what I mean? It, it's, mm -hmm. it's always nice to be able to talk to folks, you know, face-to-face, -face, see them eye to eye. Um, and, and, and that's still great. But you're right. The flip side of that is also when you use the virtual environment, when you're online, the outreach is just massive, right? It's global. You can have folks in, in conferences. Um, I think what we may may start seeing um, is definitely also kind of a hybrid combination where those that want to attend, great. This is what's you know what you're going to have. Those that um, that want to look at other options for um, still take take advantage of the conference and all that, they can also do the online uh, online piece of it, right? Two mm -hmm. same conference, but maybe two 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 different modules, so you can accommodate both of them too. Yeah. And, and, and the reality is, let's face it, there's still a lot of folks who are very scared to be out there, right? And I don't blame them. Um, there's, there's also the other, the other factor to that is that there is a lot of folks too with health issues that, you know, prevents them from being out there and getting, you know, unfortunately exposed to, to some of the stuff that's out there. But I really think that if, if you plan things correctly, you can have the best of both worlds, you know, the physical and the, and the digital space as well to, yeah. to be able to get the word out. Yeah, so so, so a, a, a hybrid. I know yesterday my sister went to because you know you're right. We started to venture out, and of course now we have the Delta part of the virus happening. 
my sister went to a uh, some friend's service yesterday and she had me laughing because when she was there, she's having conversations with the um with the friends and then she's saying all all the family members have COVID and, and they were there because the brother had passed, right? And so uh, my sister said, that's just really bad. And she said, did you guys get vaccinated? No, and I'm not getting vaccinated. My sister <laughs> said, at that point, she she went, well, it's been very nice. I'm so sorry. And I am out of here. <laughs> she, she came home. She started undressing. She jumped in the shower. She was washing everything. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm not going back out. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's amazing, man. It's amazing. And some people, you know, they they take it, you know, in a trivial kind of way. And some people take this seriously. I mean, people like myself, I've been cooped up in here for over a year now, going on to two years, man, because <laughs> I don't want to interact with anyone out there because there are some people who keep saying, oh, they're not going to make me take the vaccine. I don't need to wear a mask, you know, but right. they don't they don't understand that they're putting us in jeopardy, you know, because they could bring that to us. They don't know if they have it or not. They could bring it to us. And next thing you know, we take it to our family. We don't want that. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and I, I do I, quite well technology wise. I love being remote. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's me. <laughs> you know, speaking of speaking of remote, speaking of remote. So I had an issue with my computer, and I I reach out to Carlos. I say, Hey, Carlos, man, my computer is running slowly. I don't know what's going on. You know, there's something. He said, hey, Don't worry about it, man. And he got on my computer remotely, and he fixed it, man. I'm going, Hey, I love this because he didn't have to come visit my site. He didn't have to, you know, come and open anything. He just did it from remotely from from where his office is. So I love that, I, man. But now I know better because if I ever visit you on site i'm gonna wear a hazmat suit right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly my computer i need to get the power cord so you and carlos continue your conversation and, uh, and I'll okay be right back. all right so 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 carlos man uh, tell us some of the things that you're planning on doing for some of these small businesses well, let me let me actually give you a little tidbit, man. Now that you brought up remote access, yes, so, yes. Um, a lot of folks don't know. Um, I um, was one of the first pioneers to do remote access with Apple back in the day when they started doing remote access. Really? Yeah, and also with uh, one of the major companies too that started with the remote access software. So I've got these nice little articles written by Apple and all that. So this goes way back, man. And so oh, when people talk man. about remote access, this it's it cracks me up because this is a technology that's been around for a long time. You know? yeah. And like you said, it's it's also one of the things that as a company, we like to really promote and help our clients. A lot, every, you know, a lot of people are doing it, yeah. but it's yeah. for us is always just to make sure that, you know, built that level of trust. We're going to get in there and make sure that we fix things correctly. Yeah. Uh, but it also, you know, we pride ourselves on keeping you, um, keeping your systems up in a minimal downtime, right? right so what right. they take me two and a half hours driving to your place or whatever, I can fix within five, 10 minutes, just saving time and just access that remotely as well too. Yeah. You know I mean? Yes. Yes. So. I, I love it, man. I love, I love the things you do for my company and my, uh, my IT system. Uh, you're just there for me at all times and, uh, I love that. And as a small business, we always need to have, be one arm's length away from our IT um, 
programmer or, or, or practitioner, you know, so, so we can stay operational at all times. And many of our clients, when they talk to us, they want to know, you know, what, what our IT, our IT team looks like, you know, do you have a, uh, they call it a, a technology officer, right? Do you have a mm -hmm. chief technology officer? That's what they want to know. So it's always good to be, uh, ex have someone accessible who can be that person for you. Yeah. And, and I'm glad you brought that up, man, because I, I think it's also part of our business model is also, um, you know, everybody, if you're a small business owner or even a medium business owner, for that matter, you know, you're you're limited to your budget. Right. Yeah. yeah. And what I always tell folks is that there's when you when you talk to us, when we take over your and get rid of your headaches with that, it's you're hiring basically your own personal chief technology officer at a yeah. fraction of what it would actually cost you to hire somebody full time to do that. Yeah. You know, so when you look at it in that perspective and you look at it from those numbers, it makes more sense than, than having a piecemeal or or paying somebody to do these little band-aids. You know that you're covered. There's a monthly uh, maintenance program that we can put into play, making yeah. sure that all of these these security holes are plugged in, yeah. things that you may not even be aware that are out there or people have access to your to your systems as well too. So at the end of the day, you know, like we do with you, is just to try to take that one less thing off your plate so you don't have to worry about knowing that it's being taken care of. Exactly. And believe me, I don't ever want to think about that part. So that's why I hand that over to you. You know, should something come up, you know, technology wise, I say, hey, Carlos, man, this is your baby. Take this. You handle this for me. <laughs> and at least I don't have to worry about that side. No, and it goes vice versa, too, man. When it when it comes to business decisions, planning, uh, some of the stuff that, you know, a lot of us are not aware of. Yeah. That's where your expertise. That's where Crystal's expertise comes in, because. Yeah. Like I said, we don't know everything, man, but we need to surround ourselves with the right folks yeah. and have that right resource, that right team. Yeah. So you know that people have your back and they're just a phone call away when help come, you know, when you need help online. Yeah. And and I want to re-emphasize this to our listeners again. You are listening and you're watching the business zone with Crystal and Gilbert. And our very special guest here is Mr. Carlos Garcia, owner, CEO. CTO, which is Chief Technology Officer of FYI Technologies, okay? Want you guys to know that. Now, like we said earlier, in your business, you want to have that three-legged stool that represents your organization. You want to have a bookkeeper slash accountant or a CPA if you can afford it, right? You want to have that as one of the leg of the stool. The second leg is going to be your back office and infrastructure person, the person who can help you to make sure all your business documents are in place, you are compliant, and everything is at your fingertips. You can access them in second. And the third leg of the stool is your IT aspect of your business. That's where Mr. Carlos Garcia comes in because he helps you now. Those three legs of the stool is tied together by what? The seat. You know what the seat is in this case in your business? The seat is trust. So you can trust all three of us, you know, and we're not just putting it out there just to say, well, you know, maybe you can trust us. No, this people who've worked with us, they can vouch for what we do. They vouch for the fact that we are your your issue, your pain is our primary concern. So we make sure that your pain is taken care of and it's taken care of in such a way that you are happy. And not only are you happy, but we help you to elevate to the next level. So 
That's yeah. what this is all about, man. That's what. And, this you is know about. what? I, I'm really glad that you brought up the the fact of uh, trust, right? So the way we build trust is by those referrals, people that we know that can do a great job, and and all of that. But I will tell you, um, and this is also goes along the, the same lines of trust. You know, what you see is what you get when you work with me, and you can attest to that, right? So yeah. I, I've always said right out of the gate with with business owners, and you're going to hear it again here, folks. Uh, some of you guys may be the first time you're hearing this. Yeah. But what I do, it's not rocket science, right? It, yeah. People, You can do it yourself. What yeah. it comes down to is time. Yeah. Do you have the time to spend working on your IT? Do you have the time to spend working on your digital marketing, working yeah. on your branding? Yeah. And the bottom line is, if you're a small business, a medium-sized business, you're trying to grow your business. Yeah. You have really no time to do this. And folks that I talk to that decide, well, I'm going to try it myself, right? Yeah. They're spending yeah. X amount of time and they say, well, I'm on the internet and I don't even know. I mean, I'm on social media, but I don't even get any calls back. And then when you ask them, so how are you really on? What are you doing? Well, yeah. I'm posting once a month. Yeah. Well, that's not going to get you anything, right? You're right, right. So, so it, it's about consistency. And the bottom line is, if you don't have the time, that's what we can take that that away from your plate so you can focus on the important things, which is your business. You know, we talked about a little bit earlier about websites and a website. It's, it's it used to be like this really important thing you had to have for everything on there. Right. Kind of like the cell phone. Right. And the cell phone in the beginning was it was really a luxury to have. Right. Yeah. It wasn't really necessary. Now it's become a necessity. Right. Yeah. Well, a website is the same thing. It's almost like your digital print. Yeah. Like your own business card. If you don't have a business card and you're a business, then you're in yeah. trouble. Yeah. Although the exception to the rule is you can now have a digital card, which, okay, I'll let it pass for that one. But, <laughs> but, the point, but the point is, right, you have to have something that you may not ever, you, you may change it here and there, but having a website also makes your business in in, in people's mind as a legit business. Yeah. If you don't have it, it doesn't really make you a legit business. And, and, and it's, it's just the way people have grown accustomed to what websites are really for. Yeah. Um, and, and then the other piece, I'm going to say this very quickly. I'm going to give you guys another tip on this. Those of you guys that are doing, um, you know, have your websites, take a look at it. Make sure that your content is not stale. Make sure that there's stuff in there that's not back from 1997. You still haven't changed it. You know what I mean? Because there is. There is stuff like that as well, too, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes um, there's that old saying, less is, is better, Right. If people don't understand, sometimes they want to put their whole life story on a website. <laughs> or it's like, what's the point of me? Call, what's the point of me trying to call you when I already have all the information I need? You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, so uh, we have a couple questions. Alfred says, if you see someone, well, first of all, Alfred made a, a, a great comment earlier than that, and he said he enjoyed doing his business. He has a global, international business, but when he was forced to get online. He began to really enjoy his business more uh, because you're seeing a different aspect of it. And so he starts seeing and enjoying it. But he does have a question for you, Carlos. He says, if yeah. you see someone else's site and you want to clone the part you like and add it to your site, should that cost you the same hourly rate? So are we talking about um, just literally copying and pasting from one site to another? Or... So, Alfred, that's a good question. So are you you like a way a certain site is set up and you like that? Or do you actually like all the content and everything 
because I think that's called pra plagiarism. But <laughs> right. Yes, that's where I'm going. All of that stuff as well. See, this is what I love, man. You already are in my head, so you, you already know what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, we we may want to get permission from the owner of that website, Alfred. We we don't we don't want to go there because it's very easy. Just so you know, there are people who are designed to scour through the internet every day to look at other people's website to see if there's information that was captured from their website. And then they try to file lawsuits and all that. A lot of them try to live off those types of things. So, yeah, so Albert said he knows that's not legal. So I assume he, <laughs> he, he, likes, man, the way, <laughs> he likes the way a site is set up and he probably would like some similar to that design. I, I think that's what he's asking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I will tell you this. I've had some recent clients too that say, hey, take a look at this website. I want mine to look exactly like this. Well, if it looks like that, um, then what's the point of you having your own, your own independent or your own unique site as well too? You yeah. know what I mean? So you, you want to make sure that whatever you do, like I said, is consistency. It's branding you, not copying someone else's idea. Yeah. Uh, and that's the beauty of also sitting down and kind of mapping out what, what's, what's your vision. What yeah. do you want it to look like? But at the end of the day, don't copy somebody else's work because that's not going to be a reflection of who you are. Yeah. Also, you know what I mean? Right, right. right. So that's very important. So, 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 um, so you're saying one should be updating their website, especially, and that's something I got to work on on one of my sites um, is making it uh, more up to date. So, you know, in the past, websites were kind of dark, but now it seems the trends are they're more light. And they're more more white background, more a more white space, I guess is the is is the term. So, what are your thoughts on that? So there there's a lot of this has to do in the old way when you were building, like for example, WordPress and all of that. Remember that a lot of our 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 uh, our connections, most folks nowadays are not really going to a desktop to look at a website for the most part. They're utilizing their phone, right? Yeah. This is where you're going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a lot of the things that you have to take into account now is how fast is your site going to load, right? It used to be also that with graphics and everything, the, the dark black background or dark red or whatever those dark colors were, it mm -hmm. would take a heck of a lot longer. And if you remember, it would do the little skip, right? Slow, this, mm -hmm. this, mm -hmm. this, this, this. So with the white background, everything loads a lot quicker because there's le less work to do in, in the background. You can focus more on your graphics. Well, now in, in today's world, you can make all of this happen. It doesn't matter what color background you have, but you also have to make it appealing to the, to the user. A big mistake and a, a big misconception that a lot of folks have is, okay, this is the way I want my site to look. These are the colors I want and all of this. But at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about your clients. Yes. How yes. are they going to be appealing to them? Not because you like, you know, the, the, black and silver Raider colors or whatever it is, right? It, it's, it's, about, it's about what's going to look appealing to, to your clients, right? Yeah. If, if it's a dark website, it, it also affects mood, right? We all know that colors affect mood too. Yeah. It depends yeah. what that message you want to come across. But at the end of the day, remember, a lot of us aren't really um, young pups anymore, right? A lot of us are getting up during age. And so it's a little harder to look at things on a phone. It's a little harder to look at things on, on computer. Yeah. And if you mm -hmm. have, have a dark background, you have – your, your writing and your lettering, it's also the fonts are in a, in a little bit of a dark background. For a lot of us older folks, man, everything just kind of meshes together and it's hard to read. Yeah. So those are some of the things that you have to also keep in mind. It's, 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 uh, and if nothing else, just remember that it's really, it's not about you. It's about getting your clients comfortable to visit your website, 
to move forward from there. I, I like that, uh, especially uh, if you are targeting uh, individuals 50 plus and older. Uh, so make sure the font is large enough so <laughs> they can see it. <laughs> and that it's not all mushed together. I've been to some sites like, oh, I can't even read this. It's like so much text and it's all um, it's all merging together. Uh, Gregory says, so the question is, does someone want a one-star website or a five-star website and the willingness to pay a little extra for that quality? Yeah, that's that's a great question. And I, and I agree. I mean, you know, there's that old saying, you get what you pay for, right? If you yeah. want to pay somebody 10 bucks to do a website, you're going to get a $10 website. Yeah. What that looks compared to a, a thousand or a $2,000 website, it's a yeah. huge difference. You know, yeah. Yeah. like I said, it, it, it doesn't, there's a budget for everything. And it's also depends on how much content, how much pages, all of that stuff you have to take into account too. You know, yeah. and we haven't even talked about the back end of it too, like the SEO and some of the other stuff. Um, and also being tied into even the finance piece, taking payments online, you know, doing the accounting piece directly through the site, uh, doing the back end, doing all the documentation. If I need to put something on the website, it ties into to Gilbert's, the back end office on that as well, too. So there's a lot of little components that we don't really think about. It's just you think, OK, well, I just want a website, get it done. And that's it. Well, there's more to it than just than just that, you know. So, and Carlos, go ahead, Crystal. And does that have a lot to do with the cost? Because I think people sometimes are shocked when they go to someone that's going to design their website and, and they think that it's going to be a pretty simple process. And then when they give them the, the big taller, uh, dollar, ta dollar price, a tag uh, sales price, then they're like, whoa, wait, wait. So it's, it's all of that stuff that goes in behind it, right, that makes it more uh like greg says you need the ssl which is very important and uh you know keeping your site from being hacked or e-commerce sites are much more costly than just a flat site that you just have your information on and a link to your paypal right right yeah and, and actually SS, i'm glad you brought up a, a a very good point and that's something else that folks don't think about or your provider doesn't tell you but if if, and this is another tip, you guys, if you have a website or your domain, if you don't have an SSL certificate, which is your, your socket security layer certificate, right? It's just basically uh, to break it down. It's that little lock on the left-hand side that you see on the URL on your web browser. That means your connection is secure when you do your banking. If you don't see that lock, get out because you're not in the right place. A lot of websites also don't have that. So if you're taking in client information, if you're taking in payments and all of that, you need to make sure that it's secure because that opens up a whole different liability as well, too. Um, and yes, it does keep the sites from getting hacked, but you also have to do other things in, the, in, in place. Make sure that you, whoever's hosting your domain, make sure that you constantly have malware uh, intrusion detection and all of that to, so that your site does stay um, safe. You know, that's a great point, Carlos, because uh, one... My my platform, Small Biz Pro, is is an e-commerce site. So people go there and they make payment, they purchase packages. And one of the things that we had to do, we had to make sure that that little padlock you're talking about in the upper left-hand corner in the browser section when you put the name of your business, if you don't have that little padlock next to it, it means that the information, the data is not secured. So you shouldn't be collecting customers' information if you don't have that little padlock up there. That's the first thing. And 
Based on my system, I have to go through what they call PCI compliance, which is a compliance based on the, the merchant account provider, which state that if if you don't have that padlock and you're not compliant in this way, you we don't want to vouch for you. We don't want to utilize your system. So that's very important. Another thing I want to put out there is I personally, and I say this over and over, I don't trust too many people. I don't trust too many people. Therefore, if I'm going to have someone doing my merchant account on my website, it has to be someone I know and trust. I'm not going to have someone call me up and say, hey, I can do a website for you. And then I'm going to trust them to do my e-commerce. Because remember, when you do e-commerce, you are putting your clients' data and information into a system. So you don't know... The person who, who created that e-commerce for you, if they can be trusted or not, you don't know if they're going to take your client's information and do stuff with it. So that's why you want to trust someone like Mr. Carlos Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, uh, Gilbert, there was something. Um, so even when we look at the digital pay portals that are out there, so your your cash apps and um, your PayPal's and your Zales and your Venmos and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, Zale is obviously coming through. It's, it's uh, with Bank of America, and I think Wells Fargo has yeah. a Zale. But I noticed that uh, yesterday, I think it was a big article uh, that there was a hacking that took place with Zale. Ooh, um, yeah, that's with Zale. good to hear. And, uh, and, and then I, and I, and I think Venmo is the one that when I look on and I don't use some, I use cash app, but I think it's Venmo that when you open it up, you can see, it may be Venmo. You can see all of everybody, you know, in your, in your contact list. Is that the one you can see their exchanging of money? Like, why the heck would I, what the heck? No, no, no. Is it Venmo? I yeah, it, it's it, it's it's almost they they made it so it kind of looks like a uh, social media like a Facebook of money. So it'll right. say, "Hey, uh, Carlos just sent Gilbert a hundred bucks for you know oh, for this guy." Oh no, no! Yeah. It's a way you set it up, but yeah, it's and a lot of people I don't think realize that that goes on. Um, so everybody has access to it. They know, hey, I'm paying Gilbert, you know, five hundred bucks, a, you know, a month or whatever for this or, or Crystal. And, and it's, it's fine for some folks, but if you want privacy and you don't know that that's going on, yeah, you need to really look at your settings and how you have all that set up. Yeah, because that when I saw that when I first opened up, somebody's like, uh, I like Venmo. I'm like, uh, no, I can't send you money through Venmo. I, we can go with Cash App. We can go to PayPal. I feel very secure with PayPal. Uh, in fact, better yet, you can use. Let me just send you an invoice for my QuickBooks uh, platform, and you pay me that way because I know that's secure. But when I yeah. saw that on Vimo, I was like, uh, "No, I don't think I want the world to know uh, <laughs> how I'm spending my money and who I'm sending my money to." That ain't their business. <laughs> yeah, and, and actually, you know what? It's not just Venmo. There's a, there's quite a few platforms that kind of have that. Uh, that's the way they. They built into it. Like I said, some people like it, but if you're private, then you know that's probably not a good platform for you as well, too. No, you know, no, no quiero eso. There <laughs> <laughs> uh, you go, man. That's good. That's good. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you though something too is that, and I want folks to realize that to go back to just really quick to the SSL certificate. 
there's there's a lot of um, the web crawlers and Google and all that that if you don't have an SSL certificate to your website, yeah. it doesn't yeah. rank you that well. So they're mm -hmm. taking that into account as a legit site. So you guys, yeah. uh, if you're listening, you guys need to need to be aware of that too. And the other thing I want to clarify is, you know, all and I appreciate all the trust that Gilbert has with us and all of that when it comes to some of this. But folks, remember, our company is not a company that takes in money. We connect whatever system you have with your website to make sure that that's secure in within that that piece. Usually, the the companies like Quick, like Intuit, QuickBooks, some of these other companies, they have certain things that we can put on a website that creates that bridge for you to be able to take payments directly to them. So you have that layer of security through that other entity as well, too. You know. Yes. Yes. And I think Alfred just made a big point. And, you know, there's been conversations going on, Carlos, you can see the chat over there yeah. uh, about, you know, you get what you pay for. So, you know, uh, Greg said uh, uh, half the price, half the work. And, and and this is I have this, you know, when I'm consulting clients and they're like, well, my website's not working very well. Well, one who built it. And two, <laughs> well, yeah, how long ago it was built? Because, you know, the SSL. Uh, really became a big focus in the last two or three years. So if your your site is built prior to that, more than likely, and whoever your hosting company is, because you know most of the time we go for what's the cheapest, right? Not necessarily what's the most secure. So I think it's very important that since the world has become so dependent on on digital uh, um, technology, that uh, we have to be more um, cognizant on our end as the consumer to make sure that the products that we're using that they can protect whatever we're whatever we're trying to protect. Yeah, yeah, and it goes back to what we just said, right? About creating that resource group, creating your group that if you have a question, ask folks because if you, you may be wondering out there, internet may not give you all of the answers, but it's so easy to pick up the phone, call Gilbert, call Crystal, and hey, I have this question, or text you. You know, then me sitting around for hours, not getting the right advice or you get, you know, Tom, you get John, you get whoever it is telling you this, this other person tells you that. And all of a sudden you have about 10 different answers for one question mm -hmm. and you're back where you started. You don't know which way to go. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I so, think that good advice. Yeah. Make sure you have that one person, that point of reference person that can direct you um, in it. To, so that you're saving money, that you're not just blowing money. And so many people do in this space because they, you know, they create a website. And like you said, Carlos, you know, they're like, I don't like it. And then they get into a beef with the person that built it because that person probably really wasn't qualified to build it the way you wanted it anyway. Yeah. And then you have to fight to get your codes back, <laughs> get your, your, your access to your back. It's, it's a lot, it's a lot more to it than just asking someone to build you a website. Yeah. And, and then the other thing is too, and I'm going to say this for the industry as well. Um, you know, th there's, there's two ways to the trust factor, right? One is obviously you earning your trust with your clients and vice versa, you know, because let's face it. Also there, there's, there's that little portion of clients too. They want things for free. And when you start charging or you, or you want them to, to take it to another, it's like, Oh no, Oh no. And then, you know, I've had different opportunities where I've built websites and all of a sudden they, they uh, the moment you transfer it over to them, they don't want to pay. But now they own it, so they lock you out of your own work and all that. So it's like if if folks, if you're dealing with folks that are asking you up front for, you know, half the, the cost or whatever it is on there, 
don't take it as an insult. It's just, you know, people get burned too. And yeah. it's, it's, as a business owner, I think a lot of folks can appreciate that. Um, it, it's not everybody, but unfortunately, the few that do this, everybody has to pay the price just like in anything else, right? It's just you have to protect yourself too as a business. So just a little yeah. FYI about that too. You know, I have a rule that I use when it comes to website and website developers. And this is my rule. You know, other folks may not use it, but this this works for me. If a web developer or a programmer is not local where I can see them, I can talk to them, I can jump in my car, go over there and discuss an <laughs> issue with them, I'm not hiring them. Okay. <laughs> if someone is in a country far away <laughs> that I can't even reach. Uh, then there's no way I'm going to bring in that person to work on my website for several reasons. One, if they're not doing what they're promising, I can't go over there and say, hey, what's going on? Fix the problem, right? That's one. Right. The second thing is when it comes to my merchant account, they can put a little bypass in there somewhere. And when my clients log in to pay to make a payment to me, then all of a sudden that payment is gone into their account. So I'm going, uh-uh, not at and all. That's, and <laughs> unfortunately, that's the world that we live in today. Yes. So making sure that you have someone reputable, that yeah. is trustworthy, that there's testimonies. So you can actually reach out to some of their previous clients or their existing yeah. clients um, to find out you know, how well they're doing. You can see on their social media, you don't have somebody just beating down the door because they didn't do what they w wanted to do. So it's important for you, the small business owner, to do your due diligence to make sure that the people that you are hiring is um <laughs> I just, uh, <laughs> let, me, let me let me put that up let me put that up <laughs> Greg says Gilbert the enforcement department with the baseball bat <laughs> I, I would like to add the hazmat suit to that too man. <laughs> I'm coming over there with the baseball bat, the hazmat suit, <laughs> make sure. Hey, make sure. Gregory gets a virtual high five, man. For that yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. So you want to make sure that. So if you guys don't take anything away from today's show is make sure that you're hiring and, and you do your due diligence when you're yeah. hiring someone yeah. uh, to create your website because this is your and the voodoo doll. <laughs> Uh, he's on a roll, man. <laughs> yeah, Greg is hilarious. Um, oh, and, and so Greg is my uh, co-host on my other show called <laughs> We we have a good time, and he comes over here, and he's a he's a closet comedian. <laughs> uh, I, I love it. I love it when he's on the business zone, man. He he certainly brings some life to the show, you know. <laughs> uh, Alfred said he's been there, done that, and that he loves to attend the IT conferences to test the, the their knowledge because that's very important yeah. I, I can't tell you how many clients that i've consulted with that, that that's a chief problem and the understanding guys that yeah. your website is how 
before people get to meet you, if especially if they're going to meet you in person, before they even get that that opportunity, they look they're at usually the going to your website yep. to see just how legitimate you are. Yep. And in 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 if your business, if your website is very sketchy, you know, it has your name and a few little <laughs> things, and, and 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 contact me at this email and no yeah. other nothing. Then yeah. I'm I'm a little sketchy myself. I yeah. that's the first thing I do. Yeah, is go to a website to make sure, and and I know you know this, Carlos. It's absolutely amazing how many businesses don't have websites. Yeah, yeah. Even simple templates like you can get off of Wex or Weebly. We're not yeah. even asking you to go. You can just create a uh, Wex has the whole uh, Wix has the whole AI intelligent thing. You just tell it what you want it to do and it'll yeah. produce something. It may not be what you it may not be the best, but it's something. <laughs> you know, and, it's, and it's true. I mean, it's just a, it, but it's also, again, it comes back to the lack of knowledge, right? People don't know. Yeah. So yes. they, and it's also that fear factor. I don't, I don't even want to get, get involved with it too. You know, it yeah. raises, it raises uh, Gilbert's, Gilbert's point of point on that on trust, right? Yeah. It, if you don't know, and even if you don't have options, right? Yeah. I may be the only guy, and I may be the shittiest guy coming to you and saying, "I'm going to build you a website for five grand or whatever." Yeah. But in reality, you can get it. Yes, uh, more cost effective, but it's yeah. a matter of who can I trust, who can I call that can refer me somebody yeah. who's going to do it the right way. Yeah. And, and we all know, man, word of mouth it, it's worth uh, testimonies like that are worth gold because yeah. it's it's how you really want to build your business. It's how you want to grow. Uh, organically, people trusting you by having those referrals and making sure that you also do, you know, a fantastic work as an extension of that. As you well. know, when I, when I do business, when I do business, trust is very, very, very important to me. So here's part of my value proposition when I'm working with clients. I do the same thing. I said, listen, you may just have met me and you may not know anything about me. So here's what I want you to do in order for you to feel comfortable working with me. I want you to do some background check on me. I want you to go out there, check the website, check everything you can, call anyone you know who knows me, and collect some intelligence on me before we start. <laughs> because, you know, I don't want to sit there with you and you're going, well, I don't know if I can trust you. No, go ahead and do that background check first because I know... There's nothing out there on me. So I'm very comfortable telling people that. You see what I mean? Hey, now, folks, and I did do a background <laughs> check with the NSA. I had Google and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make sure he was legit. He's the, 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 the real deal. The CIA. <laughs> but now, but now here, here's, the, here's the best thing about working with someone in IT, right? So, of course, they understand the whole SEO and the whole thing. So, yeah. when you go to put their name in, everything yeah. going to pop up the way it's yeah. supposed to pop up. Yeah. At least it's supposed yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> if they know what they're doing, then you put their name in, in your search engine and you shouldn't be able to find them wherever. And you shouldn't have to dig through a needle in a haystack to find them. So that right there is your first level of yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's been great, Carlos. Um, so we're looking forward to. So, Carlos, let me ask this question before we we start to close down. Are you still doing your show? 
Yeah, as a matter of fact, I'm getting ready to, to revamp it again, too. I'm, I'm definitely, uh, hint, hint, some folks are going to be on it that don't, don't know yet. Hint, hint. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's coming. Um, but, yeah, still doing the show. Um, it's kind of taking a little bit of a backseat just because trying to adjust schedules and all that good stuff as well, too. Yeah. But um, it, within the next two weeks, you're definitely going to be seeing something out there. And then uh, definitely uh, have, love to guys have you come on and, and we can talk, have some more fun, you know. Oh, yeah. oh for sure. And oh, then yeah. we can cross brand and make sure that we, yeah. we all growing. I think that would be fantastic. Absolutely. So, guys, if you've been tuned in and you'll be able to catch this show on our YouTube channel, which if you subscribe, you'll get a, a, a notification of it. Uh, Gilbert, uh, you don't know this, but um, I actually started uh, I'm, I'm starting and last week was our first time I'm re replaying the show on Wednesday. So it's, oh, it will okay. be scheduled to go back out on Wednesday. Oh, beautiful. Um, that's beautiful. why I love Restream because it lets yeah. you do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Beautiful. We're gonna have to become a partner of Restream so we can get some 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 revenue back for, yeah. from it. But it lets you do that, so you will be able to catch the show again on Wednesday afternoon at three o'clock. Yeah. Um. And if you subscribe, you'll get a notification and a reminder. So go over to our YouTube channel and hit the little bell and subscribe uh, to our channel. Uh, so that you will be notified when we're on air. And folks, also, I want you to pay attention to our new logo behind Miss Crystal Mitchell. That's our new logo back there. Love it, love it, love it, guys. Love it. <laughs> and, and something that uh, Carlos asked earlier, he said he wanted a T-shirt. So oh, yeah. I'm going to show you real quick yeah. what the merchandise line is going to look like while we're while I'm going to pull it up. So there is actually, we get ready to monetize stuff, Carlos. So we yes. are going to create a, a merchandise line. And one of those will be a, a, a T-shirt and as well as a backpack with the turning your nose into yeses. Yeah. And so we're kind of excited about that. Yeah. And uh, so you will be able to get that and you'll be able to buy that and, and get that off of our YouTube channel. Hey, so. I, I want to be a brand ambassador. I'm just telling you that. Uh -huh. All right. We want you to All be right. a brand ambassador. <laughs> All right. All righty. I love that. I love it. And so, also because a lot of our information we provide on this, this program, the business zone is free. You know, it shouldn't hurt for you guys to purchase a T-shirt or a backpack because the, the value you're getting from us is way, 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 way more valuable than just purchasing a T-shirt or a backpack or whatever. I mean, just today alone, having Mr. Carlos Garcia on here, man, I thought I know some stuff about technology, but I learned a lot today, man. So thank you, Carlos. This is phenomenal. Love it. And... And Carlos is going to be here every other week, every other Friday. There's a, there's a backpack right there. Go so ahead, that's going to be the new backpack, and it will be a nice. shirt to, to match that. And uh, uh, <laughs> Greg said, the business zone, helping your business to score. That's I like right. that, Greg. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so that's going to be the, the, the backpack in that line, and then there will be a, a T-shirt, both men, uh, unisex and as well. Uh, yeah. men, uh, men and women. Uh, yeah. um, that's so, awesome. I love so that's it. That's going to be pretty cool. So we're excited and uh, we're excited to to really introduce this program because we feel that, you know, we got to be very deliberate about how we move forward um, in this new world 
uh, especially since it's going to be kind of a hybrid. But for our small businesses, we know we were caught uh, with our pants down during the pandemic. So yeah. we want to make sure that they're pulled up around our necks. Never again. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was ugly in so many levels. Oh, man. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> But I will say people are much more humble than they were because I don't know both of you guys as consultants and coaches. You know, your clients don't always divulge everything to you. Right. You got to got to pull it out of now. They just come in like I need money for my business. And this, this and this and this is my problem. Help me. (laughs) Good. Good. So it's been pretty. That's what we need. So it's they're they're much more forthwith than they used to be. Yeah. (laughs) Put it that way. (laughs) So it's been great, Carlos, and I look forward to next one. So know as you come in as a correspondent, you get to you get to uh, formulate whatever it is you want to tell the audience. Yeah, whatever you want to talk to them about, man. You that's you. It's I again. I appreciate both of you. We we've got a great history together, and. I'm always humble coming on your show. I, I, we joke around and all that, but you guys are experts in your professions. And folks, if you are listening, if you're just tuning in, you really need to have both of these folks. For, if you're, especially if you're a business or you want to start out, you got to talk to Gilbert or you got to talk to Crystal as well to take care of those finances too. So I appreciate you both and, and giving the opportunity to be able to talk and share, you know, some of our some of my knowledge with some of your listeners as well, too. So thank you. And it's fantastic. So let me, Gilbert knew Carlos before I did, but I knew Carlos because he and I worked on a, on a program with Lamont Sachs and yeah. he did the tech side and I did the, the accounting side. And for me, it was an amazing, rewarding program teaching young people uh, and giving them a skill set that they could create a career out of in order to take themselves off of uh, social systems and programs. And now they had better control. And I, the women that were involved in that, that I taught and Carlos taught, they were so appreciative. And I know I get feedback from many of them, even if it's no more than someone calling to get a reference uh, because they didn't change a couple of jobs and and they're moving and scaling up. I, I see that wow. they're they're moving up. And for me, that was a very rewarding time and some rewarding work that I did. And uh, and I shared that with Carlos, because as I said, um, uh, QuickBooks kind of works hand in hand with Excel and mm-hmm. and and it really they get the uh, maximum benefit out of it when they know how to use Excel. So that's what Carlos was teaching them on how to master Excel. And I was teaching them how to use QuickBooks. So um, it was a good time for me. <laughs> I really enjoyed that project. <laughs> and totally, then totally. Yeah. All righty, guys. So thank you guys for tuning in. Gilbert, anything fun and exciting? Everybody, 4th of, um, 4th of July. Wow. <laughs> Labor Day is Monday. <laughs> Hey, I was just gonna say I'll have what she's having. There we go. <laughs> I know. See, I want to go back to the summer, right? She Labor. already she already started the weekend, man. <laughs> <laughs> Labor Day is Monday, so enjoy. Be safe, guys. Protect yourself. We are still in the middle of a pandemic, so continue to mask up, even though you're sharing with your family. Um, 
Um, and, and I don't know, take some time during this time when you're with your family uh, to encourage them to get vaccinated or get their booster so that we can get out of this pandemic completely and safely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but have a great one. Enjoy your, your family. Enjoy your barbecue. Um, and just enjoy life. But it does uh, require us being more deliberate than we used to. Make sure you go out and vote on the 14th. I uh, can't tell you who to vote for. Just let you know that you do not want the state of California to become Republican. That's all I want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that one alone, man. I don't know. <laughs> I just want you to know. That's all I'm going to tell you. Can't tell you who to vote for. But I am going to say vote no. <laughs> hey, what's, what's, the little, what's the little disclaimer? The the. the... The uh, the comments on the show yeah. are really the reflection of the whatever it is right, on there. Exactly, right? yeah. no reflection of anybody else. This is Crystal's uh, reflection. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't reflect anybody uh, else, but just just uh, know that again, go out to vote. That's all I can say. It's important to vote. <laughs> and we will certainly see you guys next Friday again. From three to four. And even though we said that Mr. Carlos Garcia is going to be here every other Friday, he may be here again in succession, you know, on a weekly basis. So it all depends <laughs> on his schedule. <laughs> all depends on his schedule, man. But we're here. The three-legged stool is here to help you guys, okay? The I like three -legged that. three-legged stool. stool. Oh, and yeah. Was, before we, we um, go off the air... Uh, Alfred had a comment early on, and his comment was now that he's gotten out of his divorce, he now is being offered a lot of loans. Um, I will say this to you, um, uh, uh, Al Alfred, um, we don't, loans are great, but you know, you got to pay somebody back. Right now, there's a lot of grants out there. So yeah. if you can get a grant over a loan, I say go get a grant, depending on the type of work you're doing, because you yeah. still do have to pay these people back. Yeah. And so why lighten your business with a lot of debt uh, if you don't need it? Now, if you really, truly need it, I know you're doing some big uh, business and in, in out of the country, and if it's going to help you really um, grow the revenue, and that's yeah. why you should get a loan is if it's going to help you grow the revenue or you need equipment that you need to invest in, then that's why you do it. Just getting a loan because somebody's offering it to you uh, doesn't really, it, it could hurt you in the long run. So just, I wanted to make sure I address that. So yes, they're going to come after you, especially if you've gotten your, your credit score up and, and they feel you have some money. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean that alone that you want a loan. In fact, I will be doing a class next month, uh, this month, a couple weeks from now at Vermont Slauson. And it's uh, talking about being bank loan ready and <clears throat> what you need to do and what type of loans that are out there for you. And if you really need a loan. So know that because sometimes you don't need a loan. You just need to increase your production and, and, and bring in more revenue streams. So just want to say that. Yeah, definitely. And don't forget that three-legged stool, guys. The, the accounting section of your business, the back office section, and the technology system of your business. That's what we're all here for. This is the Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert and our very, very special guest, Mr. Carlos Garcia. Leave your business in our charge. We'll take care of it for you. <laughs> okay. So, Carlos, thank you so much. And we look forward to many more great uh, shows like this. You guys can catch this show at on YouTube um, 
And please subscribe so you can get reminders of all of our shows. And when Carlos actually launches, uh, relaunches his show, we want you to tune in and support him and subscribe to his channel as well. Uh, we want to thank you all. Um, <laughs> Greg, Greg, we're going to have you back on the show, man, because you're hilarious. It's a baseball bat, right? I'm getting this visual now. My knee is a baseball bat, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. You don't want them falling on the loan that you get that gift from Gilbert. So. I'll come get them with the baseball back card. <laughs> All right, Gilbert, you want to take anything on Larry and Larry. me? <laughs> <laughs> Alfred, and so I hopefully that answered your question, Alfred, and we will see you and hopefully Mr. Gregory next week. And um, you guys have a great weekend. And, and um, Carlos, we'll thank you, you Carlos. Week. You're the man. Appreciate hey, you. Thank you, you both. And again, I'm, I'm humbled and I appreciate you guys uh, giving me the opportunity to share with everybody, too. So thank and, you. And we see your private chat, so we'll talk to you. So, Gilbert, you want to take us out? Uh, Carlos, if you want it, you can hang back. But, uh, Carlos, sure. uh, uh, Gilbert, take us on out. Yep, we're as a small biz pro, I so we roll using procurement program and control. As a small biz pro, I so we grow using procurement program and control. I'm a business man, yes, I'm an entrepreneur.